Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back and enjoy the show. Listening to 5.5. We are back with season two of uh, 5.5. We've been gone for a little while, but now we are back. And as usual, I have Amanda with me. Hi, hi, hi. And also from the room next door to Amanda, we have Tom. Hello there. And my name is Martin Hasselhoffman Larsen. And uh, today we also welcome a new face. Uh, or voice, I, I guess, because there's no video to this. Uh, everyone, say hi to Beata. Beata, say hi to everyone. Hi. Hello, new Hello. person. So we have extended this exclusive little movie club with another person. So, uh, so that's yeah, why that's why we waited, uh, as you say, Marty, a little while, uh, being little three while. years uh, for the next episode. <laughs> Who's counting? Who's and if you I'm did listen, counting. if you did listen to the last episode, we were unsure about when the next episode would be and the duration has passed between these two episodes kind of really clarifies that and in that time we've managed to uh, score another co-host so I mean I think did pretty well there uh, the search is over we found that fourth co-host and we can finally get season two on the road we're like Firefly you know that you've been waiting for it you've been waiting for that new season and we're here here we are so uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, should we just jump straight into it? Should we just get to get uh, you know? Uh, Absolutely. The Let's get it done and take another three years off. Sounds great, <laughs> Marty. All right, lights, camera, action! It's time for the synopsis. This month on Five Point Five, we watched Baywatch. Devoted lifeguard Mitch Buchanan butts heads with a brash new recruit as they uncover a criminal plot. That threatens the future of the bay. Not the bay. The bay. Bay. The bay. Not not B A E either. The B A Y. I feel like oh, we need oh. to. I do, I do feel like we need to clarify that it's it's Bay Watch, B A Y, not B A E Watch, because that's probably it, it could a totally be both. It could be both, couldn't it? it? Could in be. This, in, it could in be. Case of the anyway, we, we'll get into that. The reason why we chose this movie was that we actually we actually had decided on an, another movie, uh, but then uh, Amanda realized that we had we had a Twitter account, uh, so she logged into it and uh, saw this tweet. On October nineteenth, two thousand and eighteen, five point five, aka me, tweeted, "Really wish the new hashtag Baywatch was a five point five. It would be the perfect film for a comeback. Too bad it's a five point six. Everyone downvote it, okay? Hashtag IMDB. Well, guess what? People delivered. Yeah. Thank you. People Thank you, delivered. people. We were patient. <laughs> we were patient. That's also another reason why it took so long. We were just waiting for this movie to get downvoted. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why we chose this movie. Did any of you actually make IMDB accounts to vote down Baywatch to make this happen sooner? I mean, I did downvote it. I do have an IMDb account, and every time we did an episode, I went in and you know, if we if if I thought it was a better one, I upvoted. If if I thought it was not as good, stuff like that. So I'm actually wow, you're true actually to being my productive. Uh, I'm after. actually doing what what we are saying we are doing. It's, it's more than a podcast for you, isn't it? For the greater good of the society. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, let's jump into the one sentence reviews. 
is the one sentence review. Five episodes of Baywatch mashed into a silly comedy, sprinkled with bad CGI. Bigger, browner, and boobier than Batman. Boobs, dicks, and teenage humor. It's like a fun trip to the beach, but when you get home, you realize you have sunstroke. <laughs> As per usual, let's uh, have a look at the crew. It's time to meet the crew. So, uh, the director of this movie is Seth Gordon. Uh, he's mainly known for being the producer on Pixels. He has uh, directed Horrible Bosses, which is also a silly comedy, and um, an episode of Community, which is uh, also a silly comedy, but a good one. Uh, so, yeah, um, not really a super well-known name, I, I find, but uh, have you guys seen any of these movies slash series? I've seen Horrible Bosses, the first one. Which I guess is the one that he directed. Hmm. I, yeah, I, think, I think we should shout out that you did mention Pixels, and right now we're sounding the doo -doo 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 5.5 alarm because that is also a 5.5 movie that <laughs> perhaps we will cover in the future. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. So he has a very good history there. I haven't seen either yes. of these. No. Maybe there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, that's a reason to see Pixels if we're doing it on the podcast. So, um, anyway, I, I don't know which episode of Community he directed, but I've seen the whole everything. So I've, I've most definitely seen the episode that he did. So, Same. Yeah. so it was probably a good one because I enjoyed most of the episodes. Well, that was actually the episode called Environmental Science back in 2009, Marty. Glad you asked. Oh, that one, that one. I remember that. Remember that one? Do you remember that one really? No. <laughs> Jeff hangs out with Senior Chang to get out of an essay, angering the rest of the group. Meanwhile, Abed and Troy search for their missing lab mouse, and Pierce helps Shirley out with a presentation. Oh, that one was great. Oh, I do remember that one. It was the last bit that did it that Pierce uh, helped. Yeah, help. the present, not yeah. the other things, not the other no, really the notable other things. things really, the presentation. Really, oh yeah, yeah, Marty, get get Marty behind the PowerPoint, and you know, yeah. <laughs> that's that's where he, that's where his passion lies there. Uh, yeah, and I click next here on the PowerPoint presentation, and up comes Drain the Rock Johnson. He's uh, playing Mitch Buchanan, uh, and he's known for uh, the Jumanji reboot, Fast and Furious, and loads of other action. And being a wrestler. And being a wrestler. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and also the series Ballers. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, I can recommend. It's pretty cool. Is it Baller? It's about uh, ballers, so uh, American football players, and he's like, uh, he's like, what is what is it called? An agent, like, he, isn't it? Yeah, an agent. I, I guess I've never seen it, but I knew what you, I knew what your eyes were trying to tell me. Yeah, wow. there we go. All we I knew was my joke sailing right over Marty's head, so it's fine. Yeah. No, uh, I just, That's I standard. just talk. That's yeah, right. you, I'm, I mean, it's as as per usual, really. <laughs> I thought that was my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, Berta, we'll get to you. <laughs> This is also starring Zac Efron, who plays Matt Brody. You might know him from High School Musical, 17 again, and lots of other movies where he takes his shirt off. <laughs> Isn't he also in like New Neighbors, Rude Neighbors? Bad Neighbors like and The Bad Greatest neighbors. Showman and 
He's in he's in quite a lot, and I'm kind of I, I kind of fangirl over him a little bit. So okay, sorry. Oh, so yeah, no. Have you seen? He's playing a serial killer as well, right? In in a series, I think I've watched that one. I haven't well, seen that one, but yes. Yeah, he doesn't take his shirt off, but uh, he actually probably why delivers, I haven't seen it. Maybe, but he actually delivers really good uh, 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 performance in that one. I believe. Well, in this one, he was nominated for worst actor in the. Raspberry thingy awards. Words are hard today. It's a great day to record a podcast. <laughs> We've got. I guess no one wanted to try and say this name because they're going to butcher I it. I can. I can do it. But Priyanka Chopra playing the role of Victoria Leeds. Uh, I actually hadn't heard of this actor. I maybe have... because she's an actress. I think actors can be a gender-neutral term, no? <laughs> I, I concur. Actor is a gender-neutral gender neutral term. Um, the only reason I know Priyanka Chopra is because she's married to Nick Jonas. Oh, I didn't know And that. there was, like, controversy over that because I think she's a fair bit older than him. And okay. I was like, oh. And that's when I found out who she was. Okay. I've actually recently seen Quantico, which is a TV series where she's the lead in it. So that that's sort of like where I knew her from. Is that like um, Criminal Minds, but not? No, it's not like Criminal Minds. It's it's well, I mean, it, it is like a crime series where where you need to there's something going on, you need to figure it out. But but it's like one long story over the whole season. Right, right, right. Yes, um, yeah, so she was like the the villain in this she was. film, and uh, yeah. I guess we'll talk about that more in a minute. But she's also in, we're well, going to be in The Matrix 4 as well. It's pretty cool. Hopefully that would not be a 5.5. Well, hopefully it is. We could talk about it. <laughs> True. Then we have Alexandra Daddario, who is playing Summer Quinn. And apparently she has starred in True Detective, which I have not seen. No, I just ran through the list, and True Detective is the one where I'm like, oh, I've actually seen seen True Detective, and well, to be honest, I don't really remember her from it, so uh, I, uh, I don't really know. The the movie connection here is with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because they starred together in San Andreas, mm. uh, where Alexandra Dandario plays The Rock's daughter in San Andreas, if, if I'm right. I oh. actually haven't seen San Andreas, but it's a little movie connection there because sometimes you do find certain actors coming together for quite a lot of different films just yeah. i don't know if it's just some like directors have there are certain favorites as well that you just keep seeing them reoccurring together in certain roles too and actually they're also going to play together in san andreas 2 there we go there spoilers go. there's a san andreas 2 coming then we have uh kelly rawback she's uh playing pamela i mean uh cj parker uh, and uh, I have no clue who she was, and never never seen her before. I don't think she's really been in all that much. Fairly fairly new face and boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I wonder if that's why she got picked for this role. It's a good chance. Uh, there is also John Bass who plays Ronnie Greenbaum. Um. He, I don't know too much of what he has been in either, but he has been going for eight years in the acting scene, um, including starring in Big Time in Hollywood, Florida, which sounds like something I would probably want to watch because that's where we stay, pretty close to there when we go to visit Florida. Um, and also, connection, 
with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Seven Bucks Digital Studios TV series short. I also think this guy could be Rory McIlroy's stunt double. Even though Rory McIlroy is a golfer and he wouldn't need a stunt double. <laughs> but all I could see was Rory McIlroy when I was watching. You guys probably don't know who Rory McIlroy is. Uh, I do. He's like one of the most famous golfers in the world from I've met Northern him. Ireland. Oh, well, we've met him. Yeah, we've met him. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we've swung clubs with him. Well, we haven't really. Yeah, we have. Um, but yeah, just that's that joke is not for you, Marty, or you, you, Birte. That's for the listeners. They're going to enjoy that, and we should just move on. Okay, Tom. I feel like you're getting all the easy ones. All right. So up next, we have Lifenash Hedaria. No, Ilfenesh. Ilfenesh Hadera. Ilfenesh Hadera. What she said, <laughs> and she's play- and she's playing Stephanie Holden, um, and she is uh, uh, acting also in Billions, Master of None, uh, two pretty big uh, HBO series, both of them. So, um, so yeah, there's that. And the Punisher, well, and not a Punisher, HBO series, yeah. but that's, no. that's that was pretty big when it was around. Yep, there we go. And then for everyone who saw the extended cut. There was a cameo by Logan Paul, and you know, I was like, "Who the heck let him go in there?" But they actually make a, quite a bit of fun of him, and he doesn't—he gets thrown yeah, out so, immediately. So yeah, yeah. Logan, basically, Logan Paul pretty he much to, just playing Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah it's like Logan Paul. Can you be an asshole? Logan Paul's like, "Can I?" That's just like who I am. <laughs> like, be an ass. Read this script. Be an asshole. It's like, yep, and he's gone. So yeah, I, I, it, I didn't realize that was only in the extended cut because somehow, uh, when me and Amanda were watching this on iTunes, that we you know paid real money to watch this film, uh, we got the extended cut for that privilege, and we get to see extra things that we don't even know what is actually extra things. But this was one of those things, and I have to say, I've already filed for my refund, uh, but I think <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> Also, uh, cameras from both David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson, uh, which was not really a secret because the names were in, in so the So we intro call them cameos. Sequence. And I don't know if that's also another way you can say it. Camaros. That sounds like a car. A Camaro Camaros. is 100% a car. And okay. like, I, I totally want one too, Marty. Um, but right now we're talking about Camaro. uh, Camaros. Camaros. We're talking about Camaros. Camaros. No, we're just going to call Camaros. it Camaros from that one. Camaros. Camaros. It's even better because Birta said it right. And then Marty's like, no, let's talk about Camaros. It's so fancy. It's like, um, you know, what's with 5.5? We talk about movies, Camaros, and all that stuff. And with that, I think it's time to talk about the movie. we think about that then so hey birdie how about a quick little summary should we should we talk about how many notes we wrote because i wrote one page (laughs) amanda how many i wrote a page and a back in big writing i have everything in my brain you didn't write anything oh okay i have a brain and then i wrote (laughs) a paragraph of a summary for this and that's it. So let's have it. Let's have a quick summary of what the movie is about and let's talk about it. So Mitch and his team of lifeguards protect Emerald Bay as the Baywatch. But on his morning routine or route, um, he finds a pouch of drugs in front of Huntley Club, which is under new ownership of Victoria Leeds. On the day of the annual Baywatch tryouts, Olympian Matt Brody turns up and seems to think he's already on the team. 
In the end, the new trainees end up being Ronnie Greenbaum, Summer Quinn, and Matt Brody. And together with the rest of the team, they investigate drugs and dead bodies. Exciting. Because that's exactly what lifeguards do. Exactly. Yes. I would watch Isn't that it? movie. You would watch that movie? I, I don't even have watched it, but that makes me <laughs> want to watch it more. Alright, alright. So, what what did what did you guys think about it? Tom, you're already talking. Uh, what what's your initial impression of the movie? Okay, so yeah, at first I wasn't really sure what this film was trying to be. I'm like, is it an action? Is it a comedy? I know films can be both genres, mm. but yeah, I don't know. I just felt like the comedy side of this was at times always too forced. Like, oh really forced and almost uncomfortable and I feel like they went too hard with the penis jokes like there was penis <laughs> jokes everywhere like everywhere you couldn't go five minutes without a penis joke and I'm like you know I can laugh at the occasional penis joke but when you're throwing penis in my face every five minutes you know that's making me a bit uncomfortable and also just like your synopsis right now just like my synopsis what, what about my synopsis oh you just said penis every other word it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, sorry. I do apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there is a couple of times where the comedy isn't forced and it's actually really good. Uh, mm. There's a certain scene actually where uh, Brody's trying to prove to Mitch that he's like, you know, he is one of the team and he, he has like, because he's a gold, Olympic gold medalist and he takes one of his gold medals and he throws it into the sea. <laughs> and Mitch is just like, that's polluting. Like he wasn't like, you just <laughs> threw away a, you threw away like a gold medal. It's just like, no, that's polluting. And it's like, there was little subtle like humor like that, which was really good, yeah. which is really well executed because it wasn't forced. And it wasn't thrown in your face. And I think that kind of comedy worked really mm. well with this because it did have that action movie and comedy element. But at yeah. times it just felt the, the comedy was just too forced. And that made, yeah. it, that made it not funny in a way. It just was just, to OTT and I know it's Baywatch and you're for the rock in something and you are expecting just that level of sensibility to to go up a bit but I mean I've seen the rock in a few other films and I think for example Jumanji that, that film has comedy but it's again I don't think it's done too over the top in a way mm. that, that it was done in Baywatch so I'll let someone jump in else jump in here now otherwise That's- I'll just <laughs> <laughs> How Marty and me summarized it was it's the humor of like a 13-year-old boy throughout this whole movie. I, I, I really love that you brought up the the gold medal he's throwing it, to, uh, trying to throw it into the ocean and, and the comment was just, oh, that's polluting. Uh, because I was at the same time thinking that, uh, isn't that technically polluting just because you know i think the 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 role of mitch is so already at this point in the movie already so set that i was thinking that's something he would say now and he did and it's one of the moments that works yeah i totally agree uh that's uh regarding the dick jokes there is that long long scene on the beach with the chair where i'm like why does this scene keep on going what why it's no stop <laughs> and it goes for the same for when they are in the morgue and um mitch makes matt so many m names um inspects the penis of the deceased person and it just goes on too long very openly let's call it openly <laughs> let's 
guys, I know that I'm the feminist here who like talks about geek feminism all the time, but I fucking love this movie. Like <laughs> the dick jokes, the boob jokes, the really terrible toxic masculinity. I did. I just don't care. Like the rock plus Zac Efron, like, hello, have all of my babies. You carry them. Um, I love them and they can do no wrong. And this movie, like, it's horrible and it's awful and I love it. <laughs> On that note, um, this movie did actually get a golden raspberry for being so bad that people loved it. So I think you fall into that category. I absolutely fall into this category. I, f I love it. I would watch it again. I'm like, okay, two, two pounds? <laughs> no problem. Take my money. It was my money. It was my Take money. Take Tom's like, money. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I agree with Tom that in overall this movie was trying too hard to be a comedy movie and it was trying to be an action movie and it didn't accomplish either really well. Um, the CGI was cringeworthy bad. Like, there was definitely a toy helicopter at some point involved in this. And um, I think overall the feeling that I had and that um, we picked up in the um, one sentence review is that the story itself is something that usually Baywatch is a series and it would have one episode would maybe have like one case of some there was someone being found dead or something happening and this movie tried to cram like five episodes into one like having multiple instances of things happening and then trying to put a story arc over it that would usually play out in a whole season maybe. So it was trying to cram so many different little storylines and like none of the characters develop really deeply and none of the storylines really go very well together. And there's like, you know, you get really late to the actual storyline to develop it a bit. Um, in the beginning, there's just a lot of introducing characters for forever with different plots. Look, Birta, I'm sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you there. Okay, can we just rewind and go through that scene where The Rock and Zac Efron have a competition and they're sweaty and they're glistening and they're carrying heavy things and pushing heavy things. Like, what more story do we need? <laughs> Case in point. Bust. No. Bump. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I have to. I have to agree with Birte. Uh, I like. I don't know why people even make movies anymore because far better is TV series. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what this film is trying to do, and, and that's actually not me saying that I despised it. Like, I, I don't think I was ever sitting for one moment thinking, you know, when's this gonna end? I'm bored, kind of thing, because it was yeah. entertaining to watch. And I think when there wasn't like the forced jokes, like I said, I think there was something in there like i think the charisma of the actors in this like it worked it, it just seemed to work and even the kind of bond villain uh type character and you know you I mean you always knew what was gonna happen it was predictable like who was gonna <laughs> fall in love who was gonna kiss and uh the matt brody was gonna turn it all around after being an a-hole at the start being like a self-entitled jackwad like we always knew that was going to turn around we always knew he was going to take mitch's job we knew everything that was going to happen in that film but spoiler yeah. alert <laughs> i mean if you're listening to the show it's called baywatch i mean probably going to mention stuff that's happened uh but 
I mean, the one, the one thing that stood out for me in this film, I don't know if you'll agree with me, is that who would ever have thought, who would ever have thought that SpongeBob SquarePants would have almost killed The Rock? That's all I'm going to say <laughs> right now. <laughs> who would have thought? I think my main issue with it, because I mean, I think I was, well, I was entertained all the way through, but it was also, you know, that very low bar of entertainment uh, that it hit um, but I think because I actually watched the original TV series and I mean it's already the original TV series had like a silly premise I mean again these are lifeguards and so why are they solving murders and uh, crime and stuff like that so, I mean the, the America all- Marty anyone yeah, okay, could do anything enough. true they've all got um, guns <laughs> but but still, I mean, if you, if you take that premise already, it's sort of silly, and I think that's what they went with here. That you know what, the premise is already silly. Let's make a comedy out of it. Fun um, fact on that though, hmm? Baywatch the movie has a higher rating on IMDb than Baywatch the TV show. So I don't know, maybe it just debunked everything Peter said about the TV show being better. Maybe, maybe. I never I said that the TV show is better. Okay. Like, I <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's not like I'm a, I'm a you know, I, I'm a huge advocate for the TV series either. I just, it's just something, you know, I think I have rose-tinted goggles on when it comes to, to the TV series because I grew up with it and I, I've seen episodes here and there in the television. What the heck? There was 11 seasons of Baywatch? <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. Oh, 11 yeah. seasons. Uh, uh, and they exchanged all the actors in the end, I think. I don't think the original actors were in it uh, towards the end. Uh, but, I mean, it had freaking David Hasselhoff in it, who is Mr. Mr. Knight, Mr. Knight Rider. Um, and it had, uh, you know, every every 16-year-old boy from that era knows Pamela Anderson. So, I mean, that's just, yeah, it, it, it was good. <laughs> okay. Like, I need to actually say something, not just be all like fangirling about the rock and zac efron <laughs> i actually think that there was a really good underlying feminist plot in this um because the character of matt brody is like the epitome of toxic masculinity he is letting or he's he's obnoxious he's like bullying not following the rules he's you know thinks that he's god's gift to whatever um, but he makes a comment that like he was feeling a lot, uh, like a lot of pressure and that that's uh, from being on the Olympic team for being a professional athlete and that that's actually what he started to rebel against um, by drinking before races and like getting totally disgraced and so it's you see his downfall and then hitting rock bottom for, for Matt Brody was to go rock to bottom. Emerald Rock you see what I did there Mm-hmm. Um, is to go to Emerald Bay and, and join this life lifeguard thing because like everybody thinks that he's worthless and like he's dumb and that's it like that's all that Mac Brody is good for but actually when he joins his team and like he has somebody like Mitch hang, uh, keeping an eye out for him and Summer being like friendly with him he realizes that okay, yeah, he fucks up a lot and, like, this is still him going through this whole turmoil of toxic masculinity, but he actually realizes that there are people out there who care about him and he does have a lot of redeeming qualities. Like, he comes around and he realizes that when people love you and support you, that you can be a good person. And so he 
becomes that person and he sticks up for himself and he sticks up for other people and he puts his neck on the line and he touches dicks and you know he does everything in the name of the team and i think it it actually is a really strong story there for the uh, quote-unquote american man and I have to agree on that front. Um, he was the one character who had, did have a good development. And overall, the movie had some nice um, parts here and there thrown in where they made very clear that they are um, trying to be at least somewhat feminist. Where, for example, the um, boss and the cop, when they talk to... Um, some of the team, they keep saying something, they see, keep saying guys and then saying no offense to the female team. Uh, and she the, says, none taken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's good scene. it was something that I did remark to Marty while watching it that, you know, it was nice that they were picking up on these, like, it was just tiny notes thrown in of, um, you know, trying to put in some, you know, being careful with their language and what they're saying. There was also um, a bit with the, uh, like right at the end with Victoria Leeds where uh, is a is Mitch like shots a you crazy bitch and then she's just like if I was a guy you'd just say I'm driven something like yeah, that, I wrote that yes. down too. <laughs> yeah yes. and it's true <laughs> mm. I mean maybe crazy too but also be like oh look at that driven man and there is something to be said about this movie having a strong female villain that um, you know is a criminal mastermind. Like in theory, she was an intelligent, like portrayed as being intelligent mastermind um, who was pulling the strings and um, you know leading a successful business. And she pulled herself up from her shoestrings when her and that was actually also a big point that her brother initially. Um, uh, inherited the business, the family business, and she had nothing, and so she had to build something up herself. So um, that was something that a story that she tells to uh, someone she's bribing. So that is something that was definitely a nice focus too. So from these aspects, I do agree that the movie was definitely further ahead than other things I have seen. And maybe the fact that when I think about Baywatch, I think about penises. That's actually also something that we wouldn't have thought of before because you know when you think about Baywatch the original TV show you think about Pamela Anderson you think about that mm. smoking bod and I think slow like, motion slow motion you I think slow Baywatch motion. 2017 I think penis I'm like what penises so much like there was some boobs don't get me wrong but the main thing was penis like it, like I keep saying I, I don't think I've ever said penis so much on one podcast ever uh, say but, it one more time one more time for the road penis <laughs> Alright, before we get to the judgment, any last comments for the movie? Any um, last notes that we haven't mentioned? Yes. Okay. Penis? How much did Pamela Anderson get paid? To say nothing. Just a question for you. It, IMDB probably says that, actually. Well, why do you know, or is it just a question? I don't know. I want to know. Um, I also just want to say that I think that because The Rock and Zac Efron are feminists and like very vocal feminists that they that's probably a good reason why this movie is actually a dick jokes masquerading as a feminist film i think that is a very good good one sentence review yeah maybe i should change it change my <laughs> review just go back dick jokes masquerading as a feminist movie actually it's the other way around is it feminist movie masquerading as a dick joke oh yeah mm-hmm. there you go all right i think 
If nobody knows how much Pamela Anderson got paid, I'm we don't know. For it. We don't looking know. For it. We will never yeah. know. We'll never know. It was probably a lot, and good honor. Then uh, I think it's time for the judgment. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. The most exciting part of the whole 35 minutes that this podcast roughly is, I'm guessing here, is uh, the judgment. So let's start with the new voice. We should what explain is... how this works, you know, just in case someone's coming in season oh, two, they skip season, season one. Yeah. Just, good, just good a little point. refresher. Plus, you know, yeah, maybe refresher. Beard doesn't have a clue how this works. We're just oh, assuming. I did just assume because she's an intelligent young woman. Absolutely. Um, so, but I will, I will explain it. And if you're new, if you don't know, we have a uh, measuring system where we measure dicks. Uh, that is a lie. It's... We so, have. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> well, with the amount of times comes a penis, it wouldn't surprise me if that's actually what 5.5 is, the size of your dick. <laughs> so, we have three grades. Stick, bump, or bust. So, stick is if we believe that uh, this, is, uh, this is a 5.5 movie. It should stay that way. Uh, no need to change the rating. Bump Oh, this movie was actually pretty good. It was better than a 5.5. It deserves more. It, defies, it de- deserves at least a 5.6. So let's bump it up. Oh, bust. This movie was not really worth uh, watching for us, I guess. Uh, we busted. It's worse. It's 5.4 or below. That is the system. An so. excellent summary there, Barney. You haven't okay. lost it. I haven't lost it. So, Peter... I would say it's a stick. Um, the humor and the story probably would have made it a bust if there wouldn't have been the feminist uh, underlying uh, developments. There you go. One stick. So, But everything can still change. Tom. I am going for a stick. I- I'm in a weird place of it that I came away feeling not very satisfied, but there was still something there that kept me entertained that when I did stick around for the credits and find out that there might be a Baywatch 2 happening, I was like, yeah, I probably would revisit this again. I'm not actually sure why, but I probably would. So for that, I'm going to stick it. All right. Two sticks. So far, so good. It's a 5.5. Will it change? Amanda? As if I haven't made myself clear, I am very 100% bumping the shit out of Baywatch. Bump! So I guess it's all down to me now. Where will this movie end? Um, For me, I think this was most definitely, and I think when the movie was over, Beat and I uh, looked at each other and said, yeah, this is a stick. This is definitely a 5.5. There's something there. Uh, we didn't turn it off we did watch it to the end uh, there was some good moments in there somewhere but uh, not enough for to bumping it but not less enough for busting it so stick so if my math is correct we end with three sticks and one bump so uh, overall score let's stick that movie it's a 5.5 so I guess that was the very first uh, episode of season two. We are back 
that was fun, guys. I had a lot of fun. Good, good to be back. Yeah, good to be back watching some classic 5.5 movies. You know, I think that's what's been missing from all our lives. Nothing like good old pandemic to resurrect a three-year-old podcast. <laughs> there you go. So thank you guys Thanks for, for listening. Having me here. Oh yeah, Berta was the new person, and yeah. it was really lovely. New person. <laughs> yeah, you're like all of fish and stuff. You're on Twitter. It's fine. You don't need to thank us. You're just here now. <laughs> no, no, you can just <laughs> this time. Just this one time. Uh, but yes, uh, very glad to have you here. And you, I think you are the final piece to this puzzle of this podcast. You're the you're the piece we were missing uh, because I think, yeah, you, I think you'll ground us a little bit. And that, I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a good way. You bring the facts and the knowledge, and and we do just talk. That sounds like a very boring podcast. <laughs> when you mix it all, in the, when you mix it all in one pot, Birta, mm, soup of the day. So, if you like what you're hearing, uh, go over to iTunes and rate us five point five. Obviously, no, no less. Uh, Please give us a, uh, uh, an iTunes re- review that helps please, the please, show. Please, 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 please. We're desperate. We've been away for three years. Our po- podcast partner isn't listed on there anymore. Is that <laughs> no, good it, enough? It, it's back. It's back. But yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you have your own re- one sentence reviews or something that you want to tell us, uh, you can t- totally contact us. Isn't that right, Tom? Apparently so. Uh, according to the notes, the website is still five point five dot reviews. And we are also on MySpace at 5.5Review. No, <laughs> MySpace isn't here anymore, is it? No, no. that, that was like a season one. That was, that was season one. Now We've moved to two. Twitter. We've moved yeah. to Twitter at 5.5Reviews. Yeah. Not the number five, the word five. That confusing enough? Probably. No one's ever <laughs> going to find us. But that's okay. <laughs> and with that, say goodbye, everyone. Let's get out of here. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Most of are waving, don't we? I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Wave. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.